Hey, it's Melissa Moore. Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Happy to have you with us on this Sunday morning. And my favorite guest, the person I look forward to talking to every month, is Kevin Peterson, founder of the Chronic Hope Institute. Good morning, Kevin. Oh, good morning. Thank you. That was so sweet of you to say that because I feel exactly the same way. I look forward to these conversations every month. I do, too. I mean, I just feel like they're real and honest and we just kind of get get into it. You know, we talk about authentic lives and taking care of ourselves, and that's kind of the message today is this whole thing about self-care because I think it's a, it's a really trying time for a lot of people right now. Oh, my goodness. You know, I uh, between my clients and my colleagues and my friends, uh, I've just had so many people in, in the last week, actually, just say, I just I can't take it anymore. I can't do another crisis. I can't do another trauma. I can't mm-hmm. do another, you know, giant situation being smashed into my face. Right. Um, I, I, you know, they, they just had it. Yeah. No. And I, I am right there. You know, you think back to 2020 and the fact that it's now been three years ago and it just feels like the hits keep on coming. And I think I feel like we're all just kind of we're taxed out, like we're just done. You know, and especially in Colorado. I mean, let's just be, you know, let's be really concise about last week's shooting, Yeah. you know, at, at the school in Nashville, you know. And, you know, and the thing about people in Colorado is that everybody I know in Colorado knows someone from Columbine, yep. knows somebody from the Aurora Theater, yep. you know, kn- knows somebody from one of the other situations. You know, my 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 partner that I worked with uh, at Arapahoe Douglas Mental Health was uh, was the on-call therapist when the shooting at Arapahoe High School oh. happened. Oh, my goodness. You know, and, and, you know, and everybody knows somebody and has a direct link to one of those situations. And it's just, you know, it's overwhelming. You know, the trauma is real and it's mm-hmm. just overpowering. It is. It is. And I think all of us here in Colorado, you know, you hear about another school shooting and our hearts just go out because we, you know, I was on the air. I was I was a reporter, you know, doing some uh, things when Columbine happened. And I just remember, remember it like yesterday. And every time I hear that, I just my heart breaks. Oh, yeah. One of my best friends from graduate school was uh, one of the initial first responders there. And uh, she was she, it was devastating. To yep, her, yep. You know? I mean, and, it, and and so, you know, it, it reopens that wound continually. Yes, yes. And we have to keep we have to keep engaging with it and keep engaging with it. And then and then, like you said, three years ago, we had the pandemic. And then, you know, it, it feels I mean, I know we all talk about this on a regular basis, but it certainly doesn't feel like the country has bonded together. Yeah. You know. It feels like we've really polarized more and more and more and more to the point where it's it's an us against them scenario. Right. I hate that. I mean, we we have taken out just the ability to agree to disagree. It's like, oh, I disagree with you. Therefore, I don't like you and we can never be friends. And I'm like, when did this happen to us? Right. And it's and it's not just let me tell you where you're wrong. It's let me tell you where you're stupid and why your family's stupid and yep. why, you know, you know, <clears throat> where you've come from is stupid and why your people are wrong. It's like, yep. whoa, 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 whoa. Right. And how Hold you're going to ruin the country, you know? Oh, my God. You know, and how you're going to you know, destroy the planet and destroy the world. And it's like, OK, let's just take a couple of hundred steps back. Right. You know, and, and let's all take a deep breath. So. Uh, how do we survive that? How That's do we? Yeah. Question. How do we survive? I know for me and I will. You can tell me what you think here. I have been doing a lot of uh, traveling this year and just kind of getting away and going to places that relax my soul like the beach. Yeah. Well, 
<laughs> that's, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I don't know what the healthy thing to do is, but that's what I've been doing, Kevin. Well, you know, I think that's probably one of the number one things I would always tell people. And that is one of the number one things I tell my clients and my friends and my family is you, the, the first thing is you have to take care of yourself, right? And so yep. you have to figure out how the, how do you take care of yourself and the, and the number one thing is figure out what it is, what, find a safe place, you mm-hmm. know, what, what makes you feel safe? What's your happy place? Is it the beach? Is it the mountains? Is it walking in the park? Is it playing with the puppies? You know, is it volunteering at the Humane Society? You know, is it, what is it? You yep. know, find that space, find that place um, that gets you to that place where your nervous system comes down. Yes. Your blood pressure comes down. Yep. You know, um, I saw a beautiful, beautiful little story on the news where it was this, this high school coach who's got a you know, reputation as being just a hard, tough dude. And <clears throat> what, the, what the players didn't realize is he spends his time, his free time, um, cuddling the newborn. Oh, at the hospitals. Wow. You know, and Latrini's and that sort of like the ones that, you know, that the, where they just need somebody, right. you know, and I was like, oh, now that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, and and, you know, put yourself in a position to help others and be kind to others. And when they interviewed him, he's like, this just makes me he goes, I know it seems like, oh, I'm being Mr. Nice Guy. He goes, this makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right. And that's the point. Yeah. It makes him feel good. Right. And so, then, so, so how do you get that shift in mentality to say it's okay to feel good and to need that and give yourself that and get rid of the guilt of feeling selfish? You know, you start to, you have to understand that it's okay. The first things first is you got to take care of you. One of the things we talk about, you know, I'm in recovery. And yep. one of the things we, we talk about is in order to carry the message, you have to have the message, mm. right? Otherwise, you carry the mess. Right. Yes. So you got to. So what that means is you got to take care of you first. You know, you have to and you have to take care of your business. You got to you got to exercise. You got to eat correctly. You got to meditate. You know, maybe you need to go to therapy and you got to find your sense of community, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. You got to nurture your soul. You got to find your happy space. And then you can share that with somebody else. Mm, Yeah. You know, you can't share something you don't have. Yes. Yes. And that's the critical space. That's the critical thing. And that's why you got to do your thing first. Yeah. And and how do people find their thing? If they're like, look, I'm just spinning like a top here, Kevin. It's been since, you know, 2020. And I'm trying to find that. How do I find that? You know, I would say you have to, you have to, you have to put yourself in the, so, so that's a good question. So it starts, I would say it starts with just saying, I'm going to cut myself 10 minutes today and I'm going to turn everything off and I'm just going to slow down. I'm going to say, what do I need to take care of me for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. or even five minutes? Yeah. Okay. And sometimes, sometimes like when my clients, I always say, we're going to call it meditation. You don't got to, when I say meditation, you don't got to burn the incense and get (laughs) in the lotus position and do the chants. Okay. You don't got to do that. Okay. (laughs) When I, when I, when I, when I say the meditation, what I'm talking about is maybe just get a cup of coffee or a drink and just give yourself 
five minutes of peace and quiet and, and allow your brain to come down, allow the nervous system to come down and allow yourself the mental space to, to answer that question. Mm-hmm. What do I need to take care of me? Yes. You know, and, and, and then pursue that. Maybe it's an extra walk. Maybe it's going to the gym. Maybe it's going to the therapist. Maybe it's going to church. Maybe it's some yoga. Who knows? Maybe it's calling my friend and just having a silly chat, mm-hmm. you know, or watching a silly TV show. I don't know. Whatever it is that gets you down and mm-hmm. brings you to a space where you're not on guard, you know, but then that's where you can make the decisions of, okay, here's what I need to take care of me. Yep. Yep. I think a lot of women will feel guilt over carving that time out for them from kids, from work, from family, from all of it. They're like, I just, I need some time just to myself and they feel guilty. And I totally understand that. Absolutely. Men, by the way, feel exactly the same way. Oh, do they? Um, okay. Oh, I know it. And it's real. Well, but, but you know, see the thing is, because you know, but men aren't supposed to share their feelings, right? right. So they don't tell you, they, they don't tell you that. No. You know? Um, women at the very, you know, definitely women feel that way, but they're also taught it's okay to say that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the thing is, and this is what I always counter that with is right. And I totally understand that. And it makes perfect sense. And you definitely get that, that, uh, societal thing saying, Oh, you got to be perfect, which is nuts. But, you know, but here's the thing, the best thing you can do for your family and your kids is show them the model of, you know what? Mom's going to take five minutes and take care of herself. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, and what I always tell them is imagine what would happen if you said, Hey kids, we're going to do a group meditation, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to do a, a quick, quickie group, five minute silent meditation. All phones go away. All electronics go away. We're all going to chill down and take a deep breath or we're going to go for a walk together. And we're all just going to, we're all just going to bring it down together, yep. you know, and imagine what that would do to the family's dynamic and the family system and the family nervous system. You Absolutely. Know? Imagine how that would change. Yeah, I've heard about teachers doing meditation and things like that in class and the difference it makes in their classroom. So I can imagine the difference it would make in a family. Oh, it creates an amazing collective, you know. And I'll tell you another thing that I think is another sort of secret key ingredient that we've gotten away from as a society. And this was one of my professors at Regis that really insisted on this as well. He was like, one of the things we've kind of lost the art of as a, as a society is sitting down and breaking bread together, having mm-hmm. a meal together. Yes. Because the magic, there's a magic that happens when we all sit at the table together and we eat, you know, and, and we tell stories and we laugh and we talk about our days. And I don't mean where we all sit at the table silently for five minutes, swallow the food as quickly <laughs> as possible and then run for our life. Right. You know, yes. that's not what I'm talking about. Right, I'm right. Talk, I'm talking about a half an hour, 45 minutes of dedicated time where everybody gets to throw a little something on the table and have a laugh. Invite someone else to the family. Invite another family. Now, here's where we start taking it to the bigger picture, to the community, to the society. Imagine what would happen if you invited the neighbors over Mm. and said, hey, at six o'clock, let's come on over and let's have dinner. And I I don't care if it's pizza. I don't care if it's, it doesn't have to be special. Right. Let's just all sit and hang, you know, and have a collective just chill time as a group, Right and everybody just cool out, that would just create a collective energy decompression moment. Right. And maybe that would help us so we're not always doing us versus them, as we talked about. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, wouldn't that be interesting? Right, because now we know somebody on a personal level. It's just not about whatever political signs they have in their yard. Oh, my gosh. You know, and, and, and instead of looking at the differences, we'd see the similarities or we'd learn something new about each other and say, Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that we have different skin color. We have different style. Our hair looks different. You know, our bodies look different, but it turns out, you know, we, we share some different philosophies. So we share some different ideas or we like different music, but we can learn about each other. Yes. And, you know, that's, we have, we've built the walls as Mm -hmm. opposed to learning to extend, reach over them and say, Hey, let's get to know each other. Yep. Yep. Absolutely love that. All right. Well, of course, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to do this again soon, (laughs) as we always do, right? Uh, But I'm not done solving the world's problems. I know. (laughs) I know. That's why, I mean, really, we just need to, it just needs to be you and I, and we'll just keep going. That's right. We're getting it. We're one at a time. One at a time. Kevin Peterson from the Chronic Hope Institute. For folks that want to reach out and get in touch with you, what do they need to do? Oh, gosh. You know, the best way to go about it is, uh, go to the uh, website chronicope.us and actually I would say if they do Instagram please go to my Instagram yes. at Kevin W. Peterson we're having so much fun doing videos and reels and and we're and we're going to start saying please ask us questions and we can yeah. answer questions about families and addiction and mental health I love it I love it I you know I'm following you so I always enjoy mm. seeing you on there you have some great stuff oh thanks so much we're hoping to hoping we get some more of the dogs on there All right. I like it. I like it. All right. Kevin Peterson, until next time. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Kevin Peterson, founder of the Chronic Hope Institute, also author, speaker, licensed marriage and family therapist. And to connect with him and to connect to the Chronic Hope Institute, easiest thing to do is just go to their website. That is chronichope.us. I'm Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me again on this Sunday morning, this Easter morning here on Mile High Magazine. Go out, have a blessed day. And remember to be kind to everyone. I'll see you back here next week.